Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Startup Sutra. This is your co-host Fabji, along with my friend Anirudh. And in today's episode, while discussing about the ideas that we are going to, you know, put forward today, we thought about the supply chain disruption that we all saw that happened during the COVID times. And let's say we discuss some positive ideas around the supply chain disruption, how they are changing the domains and the supply chain of different industries. And uh, there are several new businesses which are propping up in this domain. And uh, this episode, I would say, or the business ideas would be beneficial for people who actually want to set up, let's say, small retail business, but they don't have the expertise to, you know, uh, get into the supply chain thing or directly connecting with the manufacturers. So it would be a very good idea for people who want to start a small business. So Anirudh, what do you think, uh, how the supply chain disruption or the changes are happening, especially uh, from the perspective of India? So uh, firstly, we are, we'll be talking about not just, you know, getting in touch with suppliers or manufacturers, but on the other side of the uh, supply chain as well, which is the end customer. So we'll look at both right. sides first. Uh, as far as India is concerned, you know, uh, as you already know, like most of the supply chain in India is like hi- like highly unorganized. So there's a massive opportunity and uh, COVID pandemic has sort of, you know, given that uh, experiment to sort of, you know, try out new things because the entire supply chain was already disrupted. So now we can sort of, you know, rebuild it again from scratch. So this is a very, very, uh, you know, opportune time to sort of uh, get into this sector of, you know, creating businesses that disrupt the supply chain. Or in other words, which enable other businesses to, uh, you know, sort of strengthen their supply chains. So, uh, Bhavjit, why don't you get into the ideas? Sure. So, getting into our first idea, it's a company called Private Label Nutrition. It's based in Bangalore. So, this company has kind of a backing of uh, a pharma company. They manufacture uh, vitamins, minerals, supplements, and other nutraceutical products. But the idea they are trying to build in right now is they want to specialize in bulk white label or private label manufacturing. So they are actually building non-branded products. And what they want to do is they want to assist entrepreneurs or uh, small businesses to help developing their own brand. So in a sense that if you are, let's say, a gym owner, a nutritionist, a dietitian, or like you own or run a fitness center, you can start your own nutrition or supplements brand. And this company would take care of everything for you at the back end. They will do the manufacturing of the products. They will do the packaging, the shipping, the inventory. And even while, you know, when you want to start such a business, there's a lot of legal work, paperwork, certification and accreditations that are required. You have to set up a supply chain, your distributors. This company is going to do that all for you. All you have to do is you have to have a front and an audience to sell your product. So they have like certifications and accreditations already done. They uh, have industries set up to manufacture these products. And even they provide you with branding, designing, and packaging options. So how good that idea is, especially for, I would say, fitness centers who want to uh, monetize their audience by selling their products. Right? What do you think, Anil? Like, you don't need any sort of, you know, expertise as far as manufacturing or, you know, warehousing or branding or even, you know, uh, distribution is concerned. All you have to do is set up your own brand and within a few clicks, you can get your own brand created online and you don't even have to see the product. Like they'll store exactly. it for you. They'll ship it to you. Everything is done by them. So this is sort of an expansion of the, you know, uh, fulfilled by Amazon sort of model, right? So where Amazon right. holds all the inventory for you and it ships it for you. 
here you can even create brand directly you know you don't even have to create your own brand from scratch they will do everything and this is a massive uh, opportunity uh, beyond just nutraceuticals as well like when i started looking at you know creating my own brand of medicines uh, it was very difficult because uh, there are hundreds of manufacturers out there but half of them don't even have their own licenses so it's very difficult first of all to sort of you know check which manufacturers are legit you know which are registered with the government then you know uh, creating the formulations creating the brand and in certain you know products which are uh, say you know have that uh, medicinal status so in that case prescription drugs you have to have a certain sort of uh, you know packaging like there are rules and regulations around packaging of these products as well and initially as a new person who's getting into this industry they don't really know about all these things right so this is also uh, a massive thing that uh, this company can take care of licenses is another thing like getting licenses just a uh, you know to run a pharmacy you need a license which will cost you anywhere from 70000 to 1 lakh rupees so that is exactly. co- that cost is also offset from your uh, you know balance sheet you don't have to put in that cost get that license you can get it manufactured and they will hold all the licenses for you right and right. then you have to just you know uh, get a good audience or a customer base and you can directly sell those products to them it saves so much hassle to start a business i mean you know the way india is organizing is each sector the way this sector is going to be organized uh, small businesses are surely going to come up i think a good environment to start a similar business yeah i mean creating a brand and then selling the product are two different things so you have to uh, you know stop worrying about creating the brand and just focus on selling the product uh, right. so moving on to the next segment of this episode we are going to uh, go sort of anti brand where we are talking about a company called brandless so what brandless is is basically it provides various kinds of you know products ranging from say household staples fmcg products non perishable foods and other sorts of you know packaged consumer goods uh, for a fixed price of 3 dollars now this is a us based company so they have a fixed price of 3 dollars maybe if we work out in india it might be a lower price because what they are trying to do is uh, sort of you know eliminate uh, what is called as the brand tax so by brand tax we mean the extra amount or the extra money that you know these companies are charging from you as a customer uh, to sort of offset their branding or marketing expenditure so whenever you create a brand you have sort of things like you know uh, say a brand ambassador or various tv commercials all these things cost a lot of money and uh, ultimately that cost is being offset to the customer like as a customer you have to pay for it there's no other way around it so what brandless is doing here is basically creating a anti brand or sort of as the name suggests without a brand so the big innovation here is that they have provided uh, this you know entire range of household staples selling them at a single price and stripping away this uh, you know brand tax so and by doing this they can offer products at 40% less than comparable products on average so 40% is the money that is basically you know given back to the customer so it goes back in the pocket of the customer now although this is a very very interesting novel idea unfortunately it didn't have a very long life so uh, this company was launched in 2017 and it shut down in 2020 like it has a crazy growth and then suddenly out of nowhere it shut down uh, but the you know the idea behind this is very very uh, novel like it has a lot of potential because people are sort of tired of paying this you know extra money just because of that Uh, you know brand tax uh, that these companies are charging 
so if you can create a product that is you know of great quality uh, then probably you can uh, you know offset that cost without creating a strong brand and uh, you know selling directly to the customer online so this company uh, is also one of the uh, you know biggest fails from this uh, softbank saga uh, softbank had actually invested 240 million dollars in this company uh, in 2018 unfortunately that didn't work out uh but i do think like there is a massive opportunity here in india as well where people i think would be willing to go for brandless products as long as the quality is maintained because indian customers are highly price conscious right and especially for right. products like household items which you use on a regular basis right right exactly i think uh, anirudh you would have like uh, heard from your relatives or from your friends about uh, their relatives or their friends and or the connections who were able to help them like get good deals or like get even branded or similar to brand products at a very cheaper prices right and that's what we first love. copy bro <laughs> yeah yeah you can first say about the copy but yeah but yeah. that's what the people are looking for right especially asians and indians they are looking for uh, good deals uh, you know even trying to get the brand uh, if i say about I north mean, indians we would in north indians refer to like uh, you know flout about the brand they are buying and you hear that in punjabi songs for sure you hear each and every brand brand name but yeah uh, i would say a conscious customer who is very frugal about money for him it is very important to get high quality products which are similar to what you get uh, you know from branded names at a very cheaper price like saving 40% that that's a very good amount like do you remember uh, russell peters videos uh, like <laughs> in a lot of videos he says that indians are sort of proud of being cheap like we don't exactly. even take it as an offense like we are proud of it. like like we But, take, like yeah we take it as a compliment right i could do that i had the yeah. you know, bargain i had the bargaining power so uh, if you you know able to create a quality product and you are willing to give them at a cheaper price i think you can create a significant market here in india right exactly exactly and i think uh, so what do you think on the similar right? that is yeah exactly similar right yeah yeah exactly building on the similar idea uh, so you have laid down the base for me right now and the idea is very similar to what uh, we want to achieve here so it's a company called italic it's based in us so what they do is they are trying to connect the manufacturers directly with the customers and these manufacturers are like not regular manufacturers these are the ones who have like partnerships with luxury brands like parada givenchy and even the eyewear brand slr luxottica or uh, maybe even like a uh, big uh, i would say hotel brands that are it's called in four season all the bedding uh, like the stuff that they buy from these uh, brands so they are trying to get you the same high quality product that these big brands manufacture direct to the customer so uh, they uh, have uh, on their platform they have uh, products like handbags eyewear and other bedding and uh, i would say leather products and but the only the clause here is that it's totally unbranded you will get the same product same quality on their platform but the product is unbranded similar to the you know the unbranded uh, idea that you discussed earlier and in this case the uh, the founder and the ceo who also belongs to a manufacturing background understand that these manufacturers who actually like manufacture these product at a huge scale do not earn much profits and that's why manufacturers were ready to jump onto their platform and even on that case they remain anonymous so they are operating like a retail outlet digitally 
with directly with these manufacturers wherein these manufacturers are actually responsible for the uh, production and storage so there's no risk involved with this platform and uh, customers who are like or who prefer these high quality products they are okay with unbranded products and are frugal about their money can actually buy these products and what do you think if this idea is implemented in india uh, how and how did it do you remember during our college days uh, so for those who don't know we uh, did a uh, engineering from chandigarh so mm-hmm. there it, we we used to have so, so many friends who used to you know go to batinda get those you know shoes manufactured because apparently there was a very famous shoemaker there so they used to go to batinda and get those you know shoes the, the latest you know designs from uh, some exactly. of the biggest brands they used to go there and get those shoes manufactured so that is how big the craze for you know luxury products is unfortunately exactly. most of the people can't you know afford these products that is mm-hmm. where uh, you know and smart people would uh, you know sort of understand that instead of you know getting that brand getting a quality product is uh, more important getting the same designs getting that right. same quality but without that logo without that brand so right. and for that and it's a win win situation like for the manufacturer also as you said uh, they are getting more money out of this mm-hmm. and the customer is able to get the same product for a cheaper price so it's a win win situation for both the parties okay. involved right exactly exactly and uh, another just not talking about yeah these are the quality time examples but i have seen these things back uh, in my school time also i belong to ludhiana and i see it's a manufacturing hub as you would know and they are actually yeah. manufacturing products for high end brands also because a hosiery industry is big there shoes manufacturing yeah. cycle manufacturing industry and i've seen several people buy products directly from i would say the wholesalers or from the manufacturers just to get around you know the brand tax that they uh, that's imposed on them and now setting up a platform uh, i would say a platform wherein the whole of the audience and the nation could actually buy those i could i could see this thing getting big in india for sure right there's a massive opportunity massive like gotcha. uh, i don't think like most of the people would rather go for this because of their budget concerns and, and their frugality right and most right. indians are smart like we said we love being cheap uh, we are proud <laughs> of it so right this is going to work just fine yeah uh, unless so you are a punjabi songs fan you know wherein you ha- actually have to flaunt the brand sorry please go ahead <laughs> but like don't you remember the 15 sector market like all of them were you know right. the same similar designs but not the original products exactly so instead of going for fake products why not go for original products but without the brand i think that's a smarter strategy right 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 i i, and I, I believe that's a bigger be- customer base there who actually don't want to go for the brands really but a similar high quality product for sure so bajit as you talked about ludhiana and the you know massive industry there especially in products like you know uh, clothing like hosiery uh, clothing so the indian uh, you know overall the market in india for fashion and lifestyle products is largely unorganized like 80% of the fashion sales in india can be attributed to small uh, you know unbranded unorganized retailers so you have various you know fashion stores uh, in small parts of uh, small towns of india so all these uh, you know players retailers they have a massive problem of you know sort of procuring the inventory to sell in their shops like most of these people are sort of limited geographically to where they are located they can only buy products from there or they have to travel themselves physically and get products from different parts of the country uh, if right. you buy it from 
you know some local distributor then obviously you'll have to pay a markup because that person will also make money right so they'll uh, charge their you know middleman fee so mm -hmm. this is where the next idea comes in which is a very interesting company it's actually based out of jaipur so uh, very close by to my place uh, i think a kilometer or two from my place and it's very very nice. successful company so this is called wholesale box so wholesale box is basically it's a b2b e-commerce platform for you know these fashion and lifestyle shopkeepers to buy directly from unbranded clothing manufacturers uh, thereby bypassing these you know wholesalers and different kinds of traders so this company was launched in 2015 by four guys chandan agarwal madhur bhaiya uh, rakesh shekhawat and rohit dangayach so typical like you know rajasthani surnames so right this company has raised just 3.5 million dollars till date and even though it hasn't raised a lot of money it's a very very profitable business like it this company today has over 3.5 lakh shopkeepers you know buying from its platform and by you know using technology they have created an efficiency in this you know entire supply chain so wholesale box claims that it has increased the efficiency in fashion and lifestyle supply chain by 25% like that's a massive you know improvement uh, 25% like you're sort of growing that industry by a quarter right so i mean 25% i would say improvement chances in the supply chain that's a big number right now i would say a lot of people in a lot of industries and trying or struggling to actually improve the efficiencies in supply chain since the disruptions happened in the covid times and we have seen that the prices are rising the inflation crisis is happening all over the world and if you can increase the efficiency by such a good rate i would say that's a game changer in in that particular industry right like without growing the industry you are uh, in increasing the profits for everybody in, involved by simply making it more efficient so it's not growing uh, it's just you know improving the efficiency and making more money for everybody right right exactly so what do you have next for us okay the next idea uh, i would say the people who like alcohol would surely like a lot because this company based in canada called bevtry b e v t r i is giving free samples of alcohol to its customers such a good thing to hear right and believe me not a scam so what their model is they have a sampling business and they help companies with customer targeting so that is the catch behind it they are actually charging the companies who provide the samples to help them make better decisions in uh, you know targeting the customers in understanding their customer base uh, how do they operate they have an app through which you when you log in uh, you have to sign up by answering a few questions so it's kind of a member community and if your profile and your preferences align as per the let's say the customer survey that they want to do what they'll do is they'll match you up with the beverage partners and they'll directly send these free alcohol samples to your doorstep think of it you are just sitting at your home and you uh, just fill up your details in an app and then you are getting free samples for alcohols at your doorstep people who love alcohol would get, go crazy for this offer but uh, i mean free booze sounds too good to be true right right but i would say it is if you free. right and if you get they this idea popular right if you get this idea popular in the college community or in the a young uh, community who actually start going to the uh, new cities for their jobs these people are going to go crazy on this why not right let's 
let me give you an indian analogy for this like mm-hmm. although this uh, something like this is not very uh, you know common in india but mm-hmm. you know cigarette sampling is like people will give you mm-hmm. a free cigarette for uh, you know a short survey and actually i have been to a proper like focus group for a cigarette brand and they will ask you all kinds of questions like how do you feel when you hold this cigarette how do you right. feel when you smoke this cigarette or like all kinds of questions because they are gathering all this data about like not just you know what like quality or what kind of a product it is uh, it's more about like you know what kind of a brand you can create around this product so mm-hmm. getting all that information uh, you know is a difficult task especially uh, you know in ma- ma- like large markets where there is a lot of you know diversity like india so right. i think something like this could very very easily translate to the alcohol market as well because right. in the alcohol market as well you know you can't advertise directly and you have to rely a lot on surrogate advertising and getting information and data there is even more difficult compared to like typical industries like fmcg or something else but right. here think, uh, yeah. you know Yeah. yeah i think that's why the marketing teams have to like be creative in this space and yeah sorry just to add one more point for to the web try idea that's what they also do after you get the samples just to be eligible for the next set of samples whenever they are available you have to actually fill in a survey to give an inf- to give the information about the samples how do you feel about it to the company so that uh, the company providing the samples to web try they can actually uh, do an analysis on their audience to understand their demographics and place their brand successfully the similar uh, point that you were discussing for cigarettes right yeah so this easily can be translated to all other kinds of industries as well so as we talked mm-hmm. about uh, you know cigarettes there might be other products you know where you can create a similar sort of an idea a similar sort of a supply chain or uh, you know distribution strategy so where you have these samples and you get data first hand from the customers right so let's move on to the last segment of this episode which is also a very very interesting take on a product so this is something that most people have not seen because you know sports equipment or sports goods is usually sold as a product as not as a service so what this company has done is it has created a subscription service out of sports equipment so this company is called bat club usa and basically it sells sports equipment subscription for baseball and softball equipment for serious players so who are serious enthusiasts or who are you know serious uh, like professional players so although most people might think that this is not a very massive industry but that doesn't matter the thing is that you need to have a dedicated audience it might be a small niche audience but you have to have a very very dedicated audience that will buy repeatedly from you so this company was launched in 2016 it's completely bootstrapped and it is catering to a very very specific niche so just serious sports enthusiasts so i think this is something that can be very easily translated to uh, you know india as well so baseball like there are like 3 uh, 3 million uh, you know serious baseball players and 1.5 lakh softball players in the us so although it's not a big number compared to the total number of play, you know people who play baseball or softball uh, softball as a hobby but mm-hmm. the you know just the serious players is a multi million dollar opportunity like for example if you look at india there are thousands of like cricket academies across the country now there are a lot of you know sports academies also popping up which look up to other sports as well like tennis or badminton 
so these sports and these sports have a regular need for you know these sports equipment as well like when right. you are playing tennis you need tennis balls on a regular basis when you are playing badminton you need uh, shuttles on a regular basis if you are playing cricket you need you know cricket balls or uh, pads or gloves or other kinds of equipment on a regular basis because there is a lot of wear and tear in these products so if you create so you know sort of a monthly or a quarterly subscription around it i think that would uh, create much more order flow for you which will be much more predictable because now right. you can predict how many you know products you are going to sell in the entire year on the basis of what you are doing this month right right i think anurudh as uh, we already discussed that there are several other i would say the indoor uh, sports arenas or even these institutes coming up in india and uh, yeah. for sure these are the biggest market for uh, i would say the sports subscription and in india we know that sports is picking up we have seen uh, not just cricket and many other sports enthusiasts that are looking at other sports and people are opting to play those as even as a hobby or even students who are opting to you know uh, become professional sports players and uh, since like, uh, even if you get like 10000 people who subscribe to your platform that is a bigger opportunity than you know getting mm-hmm. lakhs of people on a one time basis like right. if they only purchase from you once and then never purchase again instead right. of that if you have like just one tenth the number of customers but they are buying from you every single month that's exactly. a bigger opportunity right exactly the repetitive business is the bigger opportunity and if you can retain your customer give them a subscription service that is i would say great you are set for a long time 